Hey guys, what is up? It's Badger back here again for another podcast episode. And this time we're going to have a look back at the last season of Fortnite. Uh, it was called Paradise, and this is before we went into Chapter 4. Uh, so what we're going to just have a quick look at is just a few things that I liked about it and a few points I think could have been done better within that season. Now... Uh, what I'm calling this episode today is Was It Really Paradise? So this season started back on the 18th of September 2022 uh, and it finished on the 3rd December 2022 so this next chapter 4 has not been going for that long but we can get to that on another day. So this season we started it basically started off with a bang because we got straight into the cinematic uh, with the 7 so some of the characters from Fortnite researching a strange substance that's called Chrome. Uh, while they were researching it, basically the Chrome slowly started to consume some of the seven. One of them escaped into the zero point, and then we were shown the Herald, aka the villain of the season or the villain of the week, depending on how you want to say it. I mean, uh, probably a bit of a cliche joke to make there, but I think you guys probably know what I mean, especially if you watch TV in the 90s, Power Rangers, like, you know, Villains of the Week stuff, things like that, basically. It's Villains of the Season, I'd say, in Fortnite. Anyway, now next we're going to have a look at the weapons. So, there were some new weapons actually brought into the season. Uh, these were the Evo Chrome weapons. Now, we had the Evo Chrome Burst Rifle and the Evo Chrome Shotgun. Now, I really like these weapons. I really quite like Burst Rifles in first-person shooter games, things like that, because I find them actually really good. I find them a lot more accurate than fully automatic assault rifles. Uh, now, what was interesting about these is, whereas normally with Fortnite, you do have to spend gold to upgrade the rarity of your weapons, these you didn't have to spend gold. All you just had to do is you had to keep doing damage to players. So the more damage you did, it would slowly upgrade the rarity of that gun. I really like that because it then meant you don't have to keep spending more and more gold and it gave you a chance of getting a really high rarity gun uh, within a single match. Now there were a lot of other guns that were brought back into the season like the suppressed SMG uh, and there's also another new gun in this one which was called the Goo Gun. Now this was something that divided the community quite a bit. A lot of people loved it but a lot of people hated it. It was an extremely powerful weapon. Um, basically, this gun would just spray explosive goo, like orange and red goo, at people, uh, and it would explode on contact, basically. I think it was like a couple of seconds delay and then it exploded. Uh, now, this could decimate players' buildings if you were in build mode, and just normal buildings. You could literally just blow half a building off. You could blow like half the wall out or just the floor I used it a lot myself it was surprisingly useful when people were hiding in buildings in that case in my opinion thinking back to it now it was a gun that probably could have done with a bit more nerfing I think because it was very very powerful uh, in no builds mode in Fortnite it wasn't always the best if you're out in the open because it was tricky to aim but if you got the right aim there it could really help you out against other enemy players. So those are the main sort of points about the guns. And now we're just going to have a look at the island and a few of the places on it as well. 
Now, for those of you who play Fortnite on a regular basis, you'll know that when there's a new season, there is normally quite a few changes to the maps. Sometimes they're subtle changes, sometimes they're big changes, like changing POIs or points of interests. For those who might not know what that would mean in reference to Fortnite. Now, the main point of interest, again, which relates to the storyline this season was running, was the Herald Sanctum. Uh, now, this replaced where the Sanctuary POI was from the previous season. Now, this gave us the main introduction into the Chrome effects that were happening in-game. Now, the Chrome effects did affect the players. The Chrome ability allowed players to become Chrome Blobs if you found the Chrome Grenades. I can't remember if they were called Grenades, but they worked like Grenades. Uh, then, when you were a Blob, you could move around the map. You were a lot faster. You could jump and dash in midair you could survive full damage so they were very useful for moving around the island uh, now not only that you were also able to phase through walls now throughout this season the chrome started spreading over the island uh, and it started infecting places so eventually you got buildings that were completely covered in chrome so had a full sort of chrome finish no bricks mortar wood whatever they're made out of and if you stood your character there long enough, a couple of seconds off the top of my head, you would phase through a wall. Now that did make things quite interesting, especially if you found an enemy who was running about and uh, you know they decided to go into the building. If it was chrome, you could just go, okay, I'm just going to stand here by the wall. And zoop, I don't know why I made that sound, sound effect there, guys. Sorry, I had to do that for some reason. And then you'd phase through the wall. So you could surprise people with it. And it was quite good. I used it once when there were two people fighting um, in a building. They were fighting each other. I phased through a wall, shotgun to the first one, shotgun to the second one, got two kills from it. So, again, the phasing became a really useful tool. Again, especially with no builds and everything like that. What I would say is the one thing that did frustrate me a bit with the chrome spreading is that it did start to... When it started to spread more over the whole island, so just being on the buildings, there were patches of chrome on the ground where normally on the previous season you would have just seen grass, buildings, things like that. On the grass, it did make it look like your footsteps weren't be as quiet if you were sneaking around. Because obviously I have the 3D sound effects on my headphones set up. So, you know, I don't have the visual sound effects to show me if there's someone near me. I've just got my sounds coming through my headphones so i need to re-listen to it when i'm playing fortnite so when i was sneaking over the chrome i could hear my character's footsteps as if they're on chrome so it did get me thinking is is actually any point in me sneaking around while this chrome was on the floor because is it making my footsteps louder than they should be because when you quite when you sneak around on fortnite it should be that that stops your footsteps from making enough sound to be picked up um so you know give you that element of surprise that advantage in that case so i wasn't really too happy about that because it did make it really unclear i did think well, what if i'm trying to sneak up on someone is that giving away my position because i do try and sneak up on people as much as i can in fortnite especially in no builds now the island in general in my opinion i'd say this is a very good version of the island for this season uh, it felt like there was a lot of variety and you had a reasonable amount of cover and there weren't too many large open spaces. Previous versions of the island from previous seasons 
I found there'd be matters sort of open spaces and with some bits where people could sort of snipe and you know they could snipe usually because you didn't really have anything to cover your, cover yourself with uh, especially if you're out in the open you know there's not much in the way of rocks buildings etc so people get some easy sniper shots uh, off in that situation uh, another good thing about it there were a lot of things to help people move around the map or rotate as people would say in Fortnite. so they could do quick rotations uh, so you know we had a lot of the vehicles there the balloons helped us uh, and we had animals you could ride as well so you could ride the wolves ride the boars and you know they would help you get to places quicker now the balloons what they were doing is you could zip line up to the balloons and then you could go in them uh, a gust of air would then push you up through the center of the balloon almost imagine like a hot air balloon with the top cut out and you know no fire there uh, then boost you up and then you could glide around so you know you could redeploy your glider in that case so that was really useful for getting yourself out of the storm if you need to or getting yourself somewhere that's quite far away it did really help now i do have to point this out because it is one thing that really really frustrated me with this and it is related to the balloons now what i didn't like about the balloons is as i just explained you know you were able to zip up line up to them and use them to rotate yourself around the map, boost yourself to somewhere else, whatever you want to say. You know, I've just explained it there. However, people found out quite quickly, you could go in the balloons, use the jet, fly yourself up. If you just sort of hung around the balloon in the air, eventually your glider would bring you down on top of the balloon and your character could sit there. Hello, campers, is what I will say to that. Campers, as soon as they knew about it, they were like, Ooh, this is going to be brilliant. So a lot of people did jump up onto the balloons with sniper rifles, which uh, again became very powerful that season for the weapons, just going back to that quickly. Um, and they could quite easily snipe a lot of people. But the thing that frustrated me, especially going in no builds, is sometimes they could literally just move back and whoever was on the ground lost sight of them. They couldn't fire them. So it was a really nasty thing there. Uh, so it did make it really frustrating at some points uh, because it was very tricky to get up there in no builds mode. You either had to try and attack the balloon by going up the zip line, but then again, the person in the balloon will have the advantage because you're going to be in the air. They can start shooting you because you'll be in close vicinity to them. So it didn't really work or they'll just hide until you can't see them and pop the head out, pop you with the sniper rifle and boom, dead basically um i'm not sure how best how easy it would be to get up on them in builds mode i don't really play builds mode anymore i've started to enjoy no builds a lot more with my friends um but i felt that epic could have done something to that epic could have changed that because i really think they've missed something there they just made it too easy for campers there i really did not like that at all uh, I don't know if build mode had it any easier in that case anyway but now we're going to go and talk about the live event and our final final thoughts regarding this okay so I know there are a lot of things I probably could include in this podcast episode but I just wanted to keep this a fairly quick podcast episode especially with the island itself and everything like that 
I think otherwise it would have been really long again. I don't really want to be sitting here for like 50 minutes boring everyone's ears off with just how the island changed in minute details. I'm sure nobody really wants to listen to that. I don't really want to be talking about it for 50 minutes, to be honest. I don't know why I just said it like that either, to be honest. Anyway, on to the live event. Now, I know with the live event, there have been quite a few different opinions from the community with the most recent live event that we've had. In my opinion, honestly, this live event that just happened was very lacklustre with regards to the end product. So, first of all, what we had is after we were waiting on a random asteroid with a single tree and TV set floating in space with a countdown on it, we were treated to a cutscene of the Herald, as I said, you know, the enemy, or yeah, the enemy of the season, uh, attacking an outpost. Now, in the cutscene, the Herald was stupidly big compared to the normal character size you would see in-game. And it did look really good. So, when we were watching that, my first thought was, Oh, cool! We have to go, we've got to fight the Herald while something charges up. You know, we've got to fight the Herald off. No. That was not what happened at all. Which is part of the reason why I felt it's so lackluster. So the cutscene ends with the island imploding or exploding again. I'm sure it has basically imploded or exploded at one point or the other in its previous life, the island. Don't hold me to that though. Yeah, I can tell if it imploded or it exploded, to be honest, anyway. <laughs> so then we were taken into some random part of uh, space time. Space time stuff. Yeah, I lost my train of thought there. Um, and we had to help with repairing the island itself. Uh, so it's like, okay, fair enough. We'll get to repair the island and see what happens. Now, how we went about doing this was this involved collecting orbs that were being fed back into the zero point to charge it up so it could pull new pieces of lands towards the zero point and recreate the island. Uh, so we did that and the tasks that you were given were so mundane, like go and throw a snowball at someone, go and find this item, you know, things like that. I just, it was really just didn't feel like they put that much effort into it, really. Um, yeah, so I really didn't enjoy that. And I was sitting there just like, I'm really kind of getting bored of this live event. You know, you've hyped it up so much at the start and then you've given us this. It's like, yeah, this is going to be brilliant. Hype, 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 hype. Okay, you, you, you go clean it up. What? Yeah, go on, go clean it up. That's basically what I felt like to me, to be honest, in that case. Uh, so again, looking back at previous live events, they have been so much fun. There's had so much energy or excitement to them. I mean, for example, one of the previous live events I really enjoyed uh, that I was on, or I was able to get into, uh, was that we helped to pilot a giant mecha to stop the enemy in one season. And we were firing laser beams at tanks, missiles, everything. There's like giant swords. They're basically Power Rangers in a Megazord in that case, in my opinion. I keep referring to Power Rangers, I don't know why. That's really weird. So, yeah, the tasks that were given did feel really pointless. And in my opinion, again, people, please don't. You know, if, I know people really like this live event, but this is just all this is honest, my honest opinion. 
you know, it's just how I feel about it. I know a lot of people said it was really good and everything, uh, but I just felt that Epic made it look like they'd run out of ideas for this live event, especially at the end. Uh, and I know some people did get kicked from the live event. Uh, that includes myself as well. Uh, the servers went down for Europe, I think, or at least some of Europe, possibly, if I remember correctly. Uh, but however, I don't feel we can hold that against Epic. The thing is with this, the live events are always such a big deal for Fortnite, and there's always loads of people who want to watch them. I'm sure there's always people who have issues getting on and everything like that. And there's only so much strain servers can take, no matter how much you'd spend on them, you know, no matter how much expensive how expensive they are. Um I did speak to one of my friends about this while we were playing some games in the new the new chapter, the new season. Or new chapter, new season. Uh we did have a chat about it and he did say the thing you've got to remember is you can't always expect Epic to have every single live event like massive blown up, you know, really exciting. So we sort of agree that hopefully it's going to be that they're saving something big for the next live event, which you never know, Epic, they could be. Overall, I would say this season was very enjoyable. It did feel very fresh and brought, brought a lot of fun ideas to the games. Yes, there were a few things that I feel could have been done better or changed, like the situation of balloons, for example. But what I believe is that these didn't, cause enough issues to overshadow the good points of the season and make it really fun in the end now that is my final thoughts on this situation so thank you to all those who have listened today this is the last episode of this year i will be working on some new episodes next year i'll try and get them out as early as i can it will be a brand new season for next year for the episode so season two will start next year uh, we're going to start off with one that I've been speaking to one of my colleagues at work about. Uh, basically going to do a location, location, location type episode of different r- gaming realms, I think we should say, really in that case. You know, like places like Skyrim, when to visit, what to visit, what not to do. Uh, as we both said, Skyrim, don't go and annoy the dragons, whatever you do, because they're not friendly. Let me tell you that. So yes, massive thank you to everyone who has listened. I hope you have enjoyed it. I'm currently on a little break from streaming over the Christmas period, uh, because I do see a lot of family around Christmas. But I'm going to be back streaming on the 2nd of January to start off the new year. And we're going to have lots of fun. I'd love to see you guys there. If you can, jump in, say hello. If you can jump in for five minutes, I'll really appreciate it. If you've listened to my podcast, let me know. I'd be happy. As well as my podcasts and on Twitch, I've got a YouTube channel as well, and I'm on TikTok. You just need to search for Bold Badger 42 and you'll find me there. So, guys, thank you for all your support, everyone who listened. I hope you really have enjoyed it. I will speak to you guys in the new year. Thank you.